Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Comment of Podcast where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV, shows, and more. I am Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm Decoria. Um it is a nice cool fall afternoon. Afternoon. It's not nighttime yet. Um but yeah, we're hoping you're drinking your water, wearing a sunscreen, wearing a mask, and washing your hands. It's sweater weather, and I'm excited. Do you guys have like a favorite sweater, like a favorite hoodie? You mean that I own? Yes. Um. Yeah. The I told y'all when I got those really, really big um hoodies, the huge ones that go up to my knees. Did I tell y'all about that? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Oh God, they're called something. If you look it up, you can find it. They have like many like. It's like a blanket. It's not a yeah, but like it's in the shape of a hoodie and it's Mm. huge and it goes all the way up to it's a it comes in a six six XL, um, and it goes all the way down to your knees. And when it's cold outside, oh my God, it's so warm in there. Oh, yeah. So it's um been a minutes since we got a general episode i i wanted to ask you guys what is the most vivid book you've had or a memory of reading a book mm. probably you know what's crazy sorry. oh go ahead Marin. Mm-hmm. probably reading harry potter mm. um does y'all have y'all read harry potter Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. you know what's crazy yeah. i had the first Okay, back in like 2000, when the book, before the book blew up, mm-hmm. I had the first edition of the first book. I could be rich now, but I'm not because I'm a dummy. <laughs> but <laughs> I gave it away Damn. like 10 years ago. But, but like, um, uh, yeah, I never finished it. But no, yeah. Damn. So I have read all all the books. Um, and my favorite one was Goblet of Fire. Mm. I think, spoiler alert, but it's been years. If you haven't seen this, too bad for you. I think Dumbledore dies in goblet of fire or it might be the next one i just visit i vividly remember reading that seeing the dumbledore dies closing the book and having to hold myself from crying because to hold myself wait doesn't he die in deathly hollows in the movie he dies that quickly i don't book? know somewhere i remember one of those I don't, it might have been deathly hollows i just remember uh-huh. i think because i get it confused because i remember that me vividly reading harry potter and then being so sh- shaken by dumbledore mm-hmm. dying but Goblet of Fire is my favorite book of out of the entire series. So sometimes I get it like confused. But yeah, probably that one. Mm. What about you, Nia? Um, honestly, I hmm, I don't remember a lot of the books. I remember I don't reread them, so I don't have like clear memories of them. To be honest, mm-hmm. I remember I was on Twitter looking, and then there was like this book. I forgot that what the series was called but it was like i tell you i love you but i have to kill you or something and it was like that girl in like the the boarding school outfit and i was that brought back so many memories i was like i read at least three of these but i remember nothing <laughs> that's kind of how it is with reading for me i read books i read the hunger games i've read i read twilight Ugh. anyway and then i read um that other stephanie myers book that the host i think that's what it calls i i read a lot of these books but i just i frankly don't remember a single thing about them so it's mm. weird it's like they cut like I remember liking them, but memorable. Hmm. I don't. I, you have to come back to me because I truly don't know. <laughs> what about you, Corey? Um, for me, when I was a kid, I read 
a lot of young adult books so i think the Mm -hmm. most like vivid ones i remember reading is maze runner for sure and then there's this book series called abandoned by this uh lady named meg cabot and basically it's about this girl who like the i I don't know if it's hades or like the king of the underworld or something falls in love with her and like Mm -hmm. brings her to the underworld or whatever that was like really vivid too Oh, okay. I, w- I was asking because I have this... V- um, y'all know my memory is awful. But <laughs> I have pretty decent, memorable um, snippets of when I read books. Like, even though I read them very fast. I remember being in, I want to say, first grade. Not first grade. It couldn't have been first grade. Fourth or fifth grade. And I was still living in Illinois. This is when I was, like, one of three black kids. But this is when I was at the elementary school. I have no other memories from the school. But I remember us specifically reading the book Twister. I don't know why we were reading it at so young. Because it's, like, literally a disaster book. We Twister, were reading... like, the movie? Like, the yeah. tornado movie? Oh, yeah, I, I know that a... Yeah. Yeah, there's a book called Twister. And, we... and I think it's told from the child's perspective of them being in... Um, or surviving a tornado or some shit like that. But I specifically remember... Wow. (laughs) I specifically remember us reading the book, and we were reading out loud. We would popcorn read. And so I was reading out loud, and I got... we my friend got done reading the scene, like, where the twister came, and they were, like, describing the kids' feelings. And I remember shaking, like, like, shaking because I was so scared. Also, I specifically remember there being the... the, I, I, I don't know if I made this up, my memory is playing tricks on me but the n-word is somewhere in that book and i don't know if i Mm. read it or somebody in my class read it out loud but it was definitely in that book and i don't know why that that sudden memory came to me but that's why i wrote that down but like i also remember like i read a, a ton in high school so like i read um the beautiful night books i read all of the seven realms kingdoms books i've read so much stuff but like um i specifically remember reading the discovery of witches which there's a tv show about it but i actually met the author because she came to georgia state and i went and got my book signed by her but i remember loving it because i fucking hated when i tell you hated vampires after twilight i hated vampires i hated (laughs) werewolves twilight was a stain and my existence as a fantasy lover in high school because all of my friends who weren't in the fantasy were just like twilight this twilight that are you team were are you team jacob or team i was like the darkest of dark times the darkest of dark times because like the vampires weren't even cool in that story i'm like why do they have superpowers what the hell is this and stephanie myers racist ass with one black vampire anyway so I reading a discovery of witches I fucking loved it because it felt like for the first time I was reading an adult fantasy novel because the person who wrote it she's a historian so it's like so detailed and so good and it's about witches and vampires and demons and I highly recommend it but yeah I just I I as somebody who like is a creative at heart like thinking about books and memories and how my memories are so much clearer when it comes to books and actual people um but also like one of my favorite young adult novels is the guardians of Gahol. I even went to the movie theaters with my, my family to go watch it, but I really did love that book. So I really, I really, I want such, I want a complete library, complete library so bad. I can't wait till we move because I'm just going to buy, I'm going to buy all the Percy Jackson books because I felt, I read through that series so quickly. 
Mm-hmm. A good it's series. so good. It's a great series. <laughs> I tried reading the spinoffs from that, but it wasn't the same. Like the Percy think... Jackson ones really hit. You didn't. You mean the? Oh, okay, you haven't read the one that's after the Percy Jackson one, and I think the other one deals with Egyptian. Um... I haven't read the Egyptian God ones. Yeah. I did read the ones where it's the. There's also a um a camp in L.A. I did read yeah. those. I never finished I... that one. Oh, I finished them. It was pretty good. I didn't, I tried, I bought the two, like, I bought the Adonis book, mm-hmm. like, at the airport when I was about to go to South Korea, because I convinced myself I was going to read on the plane, when in actuality I slept most of the plane <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I thought that was, um, yeah, I thought that was really interesting to talk about, because books can be such, like, a, a time in your life. I really do, I really do want to get back into reading. I don't know what it's going to take, but... Well, money, first of all, because I don't like digital books. <laughs> I want yeah. Oh, you don't? I don't I, like digital books. I hate it's them It's kind of so changed the game for me. Like, mm. honestly, like, just to, if I didn't have to charge it, I think I would love it perfectly. But, like, the convenience of it has changed the game for me. I absolutely hate it. Like, even in school, I couldn't do a lot of, if the book came in digital format, I learned to like it because it was cheaper. But if I could get the book and rent it, I would do that instead. Because I mm. I don't like I don't like reading on digital formats. I like to touch books. I like to like highlight and write in them and stuff like that, especially in school. So I didn't. Also, hate books it are pretty. Yes, books are very pretty. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just prefer. Um, well, yeah, I prefer the what's it called? You got the hardback and then. I hate paperback. paperback books. I hate. Oh my oh god! My Let god. me get on a pedestal. Fuck, Fuck the paperback cover. What? Oh my. Oh Girl. my god! No, wait, bears, 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 bears. You know bears, how bears, hard it is. Bears, how hard it is to hold we on. We're having gonna have no. a no. No, 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 no. We're gonna have a crisis <laughs> in our friendship. What I wish. I wish. You could, I wish you could see every single paperback book I have right in front of me. Not one hard book. Hardback cover. Girl, what? No. No, because paperback books so are so it's so easy to tear them and rip them. I hate paperback oh, books. No, I, I bet my book. Hardcover books are only good to display because it's so hard to okay. read them. Like to yes. open them, I can stuff. agree with that. It's only good no, for, it's like, not. No, it's not. What are you talking about? They're so stiff. That's why you crack the binding on it. What are you talking about? I've never cracked the binding. Well, not crack the binding like crack it, but you know. She uh, treated gently. I to me, if you're buying a paperback mm-hmm. book, it's like you don't want the longevity of that book. To me, <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't want that book to last you more than ten years. I want my heart back, hardback over paper. Uh, no, no, paperback is worse to me than digital. I would rather take digital before I take a paperback. Absolutely uh, uh, not. Absolutely no. not. I cannot. Like, are you right about you are right about paperback books falling apart. I don't have my Goblet of Fire book anymore because the first 70 pages and cover fell off. What the exactly. Waste of money. Oh, no. Waste of time. No. I no. am not. I am not gonna sit here. I like to read my books with one hand sometimes. Do you know how hard that is <laughs> to do with them? Especially if it's a small book, okay. But paperback uh, hardback books are so big. For what reason? I don't. I don't need it that big. No, I'll take my my paperback books. No, absolutely not. That sounds like a you problem and not the book problem. Because like, so no, absolutely. I can't believe you said that. Like, I can't believe they just can't. My mother would have a heart attack if she heard what you just said. She would disown you for like two seconds. Like, what? 
a paperback book? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Paperback is only good for academics because it's easier to carry around. If you're, no, okay, we're, no, I, I'll continue, no, okay, I'm done, I'm done, I can't talk to you. <laughs> I can't. Tori, you're like malfunctioning? You're like, I can't do this? I can not. Okay, this is something else I want to talk about. Do y'all watch, um, like, TikToks or, like, videos of, like, mansions and shit? I want somebody to, um, yes, answer the question before I continue. I don't think I do. I don't think I go out of my way. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, like, I prefer, like, regular videos of, like, normal houses that, like, I Mm -hmm. could one day afford. Yeah. Yeah. And celebrities' house, honestly, the really rich, the big houses with like twenty bedrooms and thirty baths—they're just so ugly. I'm sorry, yeah, I would, have to say no, it. That was literally the topic. Why are mansions so butt-ass ugly? Why are they hideous? Like, I don't understand the correlation of getting more money and then everything just becoming just like a horrible they, to look they, at. They like, literally <laughs> buy these places to host parties, and that's yeah. it. Like literally, that's yeah. the only re- reason I can think of. Because it's like, what do you need like twenty rooms for? Like y'all were saying earlier. Like, no, but like they're so, so gaudy, like marble, yeah, marble they have money. That's why it's <laughs> they want the most expensive thing they can get: expensive materials. The floor got to like... be gold plated or whatever. <laughs> y'all, it's like in The Sims, you just pick all the most expensive stuff, even <laughs> though it doesn't match. Yeah, literally. It's like, why is there a flowing river in your house? What, <laughs> like the logistics, like. Um, oh, I was about to say, it? like, Ooh. the architecture is garbage. Why is there, like, a random toilet on, like, a random floor? Why is, like, the hallways, the bedrooms, n- the feng shui, nothing makes sense. <laughs> what really does me they off just... is when it's, like, oh, like, eight bedrooms, 15 bathrooms. I'm, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that many bathrooms? <laughs> okay like it's not bad like i there's really nothing bad to say about that it's just very odd it's it's very weird i don't get it it's have we talked about dream houses on the podcast i don't know have we we probably uh did we a few times yeah i don't know i just i don't i i like a one floor house i really want um a one floor house because i just don't like steps Yeah, and steps are not accessible. So unless you get like one of those, what are those things called? Either those chairs that take you up and down mm-hmm. or an elevator, like an old school elevator, your stairs are just, I feel like they're going to go obsolete in the future. They've got to because they're just not accessible. <laughs> I don't think I've ever thought about my dream house. Not going to lie. Neither. I never played mm-hmm. Sims, so I never really made any when I was younger. So I don't really Maren, have, have you seen a movie where you were like, I love that house or a TV show? Not really. It's more of like rooms. I'm like, oh my God, I love that room. I like mm-hmm. that theme. And mm-hmm. then that's it. Like I've never really thought of a house. There have been plenty of houses that I saw that are like, oh, that's a nice house, but none that's where I'm like, this is the house that I need to have when I can buy a house. Mm. Mm. Same. I don't look at houses and be like, I need to live here. I like to look yeah. at houses and get ideas. Like, exactly. ooh, that's a that's a interesting way to you know you know design a floor. That's an interesting way for a bedroom, stuff y'all, like that. Y'all remember the the TV show where they would remake people's houses for them? Mm-hmm. Oh and my god, Extreme there, Makeover yes. Home Edition. And I would sit there like, okay, but they're six now. What about when they're in twelve? 
You have a Marin! Marin! You have this 12 by 12 turtle life. Like, <laughs> what are they going to do when they speak it? Say it louder for the people in the back because they're not hearing you. You know which one was the worst? The candy one. When the kid had like, oh, oh wow. That really threw me off. I was like, um, that's going to be okay for maybe two years. <laughs> two years. And they're going to literally despise their room in T minus two years. Like the, they would be like, so this is a five-year-old kid. They love water. Let's make everything water themed. Like you think this is a five-year-old. What are you doing? <laughs> You're not going to like this when they're 10. Exactly. Oh my God. Question. Are you guys minimalist or maximist? I like minimal. Mm. I really like after having. Oh, no, go no, ahead. no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, not, nothing much I really want to say besides like if like I used to have a lot of stuff and mm. stuff overwhelms me. I kind of get really stressed now when I don't know where things are because it. I realized for many years of my life <laughs> that just having things makes you it impossible to find things. <laughs> so now that I just kind of downsize stuff, I like having little, very little things so I know where I can find stuff. Mm. Um, I guess if we go by the state of my clothes, I'm a max maximalist. But when it comes to my room, I'm not gonna be honest. I haven't decorated it at all. Mm. Like I have two posters up, one little thing, and then I have my I have like a bed, I have my table, and it's kind of like a minimalist thing. But it's not because I'm doing that on purpose. It's because I really haven't tried. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. well, if I move out. I keep thinking like, well, if I move out in six months, if I move out in a year, then I'm going to have all this stuff to take with me. Like, I really know if I'm going to move out in that period. But yeah. So like, even if you had the chance to like decorate your room, do you still think it would be minimal or? Not at all. I think Mm. it would be a maximalist kind of energy. There's this TikTok thing I saw where, um, not TikTok, on Pinterest, where they took a bunch of different size port, like portraits, like the frames Mm-hmm. and they put it on their wall and they have like this little bed and then they had like hanging like oh, a leaves. gallery wall yeah gallery yeah gallery wall. wall and it was like there was like a bunch of carpets and it was so cute to me like i would have that i think because because my room is so bare right now i think if i had the chance i would do the exact opposite mm. what about you Corey? Uh, I don't think I'm either. Like, when I think of minimalist and maximalist, I think of the extremes. Because, like, when I went study abroad, I was on a trip with a minimalist, and she really, like, got on my nerves. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I don't think I'm really either. I-, I think I just, like, prefer, like, my space to be well-decorated, basically. Mm. Like, not, like, too many things, but it definitely will have, like, a personality. Mm. I've realized that while we're looking for houses that I prefer to have my bedroom to be minimal but like the space where I work would definitely be more maximalist like have mm-hmm. books and stuff like that but like me and my mom are so different because she has just so much stuff and I'm like I'm not taking this one removed like y'all don't understand when we get like like the okay that we're moving I'm throwing so much stuff away I'm giving it all away she has so many fake plants and I'm like what do we need fake plants for Please explain to me why we need a fake tree. Like, I'm not taking those with us. And I'm going to have to force her to, like, dim it down or something like that. Because I can't stand it. But, um, yeah. I definitely um, think once we move, like, my bedroom will just be my bed. Like, in a dresser (laughs) and a TV. But, like, the space where I work is definitely more maximalist. But it's so funny because I can work really well in chaos. Like, I know where stuff is. I'm an organized 
unorganized person. Me too. So it's really weird, yeah. Yeah, that's why I told my my mom, you know, like, and my mom thinks my room is a mess and such, and, like, she'll come and clean my room, and sometimes I have to just sit, like, take a breath, because I get so irritated, because I'm like, you know, I knew every where everything was before you came in and cleaned, <laughs> and now I have absolutely mm-hmm. no clue where anything is, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, this, like, like that version of mess is something I can work in. Like there are moments though. Like if my if my tape if my desk is a complete mess, I have things everywhere. If there's clothes on the floor, there are moments where I'm like, okay, let's let's put this together for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you know, like I'll have things maybe not in the right place, and that still works for me. Yeah, I can't mm-hmm. work in a perfectly clean and crisp environment all the time. Like I'm somebody who has to who fidgets a lot with little things like pens and pencils and things like that so having like a clean work surface it's good for like two seconds and then like there just has to be stuff around me i think i don't know clean environments just make me like completely like cream like clean crisp like extreme minimalist environments make me anxious mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like homey or anything like that to me so i think that that's part of the reason why i'm Organized but unorganized, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was you guys' biggest school scandal? I feel uh, like we talked about this scandal. off podcast, but I don't know if we ever talked about it all on podcasts. Kids, high school, um, they dressed like the outsiders and fought in the bathroom. Um, the who? <laughs> the outsiders? Like the, the outsiders, <laughs> the, the book or what, like, like movie? Mm. Do y'all remember that? Oh, no, I've never heard of this. What? No, there's no way. There's absolutely no. If I hold on, look it up. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've never seen this movie. I've never heard about it or anything. When did it come out? Hold on. 1983. (laughs) Okay. Oh, okay. Old. Okay. Old. Okay. So we had to read this teen movie. Um, the book called The Outsiders. And Uh God, I'm about to butcher butcher this. Oh my god. Okay. So basically there's like there's two groups of people, right? There's mm-hmm. anyway, it was two groups of people based off the story. It was um and we came to school dressed like that. People were like the like the leather jackets and the cuff jeans and like the slick back hair, and then there was the preppy kids mm-hmm. and the boys fought in the bathroom. So that was Oh no. <laughs> They're like, a little too engrossed. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then high school it was having sex after school. So oh. yeah, in the school. Not really. Actually, no. No. It was it was a student, the teacher sleeping with a student, but I didn't really know much about it. So and none of my friends really talked about it, so it wasn't really that big of a scandal in mm. our friend group cuz we didn't know much about it. Mm. how long do we have (laughs) i'm kidding um well one one well a uh, older friend and who i was one of the few black girls at my school who was just very regular um she had a very difficult home life and she lied to everyone and said that her mom was pregnant and in reality she was pregnant and we were in the eighth grade so we were like 14 15 Mm. um and then she stopped coming to school and then came back to take her exams and then after that she left so she had her kids she has like four kids three kids now 
I think I don't that was the last I've heard of what she's been doing but um yeah no like that was eighth grade high school it was like (sighs) like just constantly hearing about who's sleeping with who who's taking what and like it got I honestly I got numb to it so it doesn't feel extreme Mm -hmm. one of my friends was dating an old man like a grown man um yeah like a lot of things the list the laundry list goes on (laughs) what about you Corey uh middle school there was like a lot of weird shit that happened but um I think most thing I remember this girl she gave another girl horse tranquilizer. Don't know where huh? she got it I'm from. sorry. Horse tranquilizer? Yeah. yeah. I can't. Let me look up what the actual name for the drug is. So I know white people take this shit a lot. Whoa. Horse. No. Not just being a common drug. <laughs> um, Xylazine? Yeah. Yeah. She, or ketamine. That's what it was. Oh my ketamine. god. Yeah, god. I've definitely heard there's a crime show somewhere. Yeah. And so that was like, cause like once she gave it to the girl, like the girl, like, I don't know if it was cause she was high, but she started like freaking out after and like screaming in the hallways and like kicking lockers and like trying to fight everyone. And like, she had to go to the hospital and had to pump her stomach. And I think the, the girl who gave it to her, like she got like arrested or something. Um, and then like in mm. high school, there was this very popular kid in my school. I, I would say he was probably like, the most popular guy at the school. And he played mm-hmm. football, and like one of the coaches, like, um, what had happened was like a student had asked to use a coach's, uh, who was also a teacher, asked to use their laptop, and they had like a MacBook. And like, if you have a MacBook and an iPhone, um, your text messages will show up on there, like iMessage. Mm-hmm. And so the girl was like snooping around, and she saw that that coach had been sending like really inappropriate messages to the popular guy in the school so like she oh went to the God. administrator and like it was on the news and stuff Jeez. and he got oh, fired wow. <laughs> oh wow wow but yeah that what was pretty much it yeah in middle school my friend got suspended for bringing a knife to school because she was being bullied she was a white girl she was being bullied um so she brought a knife to school and she got suspended um in high school the friend group I was in, I didn't realize. So before break, a guy, his girlfriend, and another girl, we had like a photo booth. Like we had photo class, right? So we had a black room. And so they went in the black room and took pictures. He took pictures of the girls naked for like an art assignment or whatever. Our art teacher found out they got suspended and whatnot. And they ended up breaking up. It was a lot. Um, Let's see. What also happened at my school? I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I'm forgetting. There was that. There was a rumor that I was pregnant. I was just fat. That was that. Um, but that wasn't a scandal. Not, you had a rumor? <laughs> right. Oh, wow. I think we talked about this. Oh, what? It, no, but like, what? how did you respond to it? I was baffled, befuddled, because what? Like, this was the time in, <laughs> where I thought nobody would love me because of how ugly I thought I was. And there was a whole rumor going around school that I was pregnant. And I was sitting here like, excuse me it was befuddling um i was just like no (laughs) like what and so there was that oh the biggest scandal was that our counselors got caught and arrested and i think fired because they changed the grade for like a hundred seniors to pass their classes and like standardized test 
and our principal was embezzling school funds i think <laughs> of course <laughs> oh wow oh my god yeah 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 Life really gets better after you leave high school. <laughs> right. <laughs> high school is a weird, it's a weird time. <laughs> it really is like a weird, like, figment of your imagination. It's just a weird moment in time where you think everything that happens there matters. Like, it's so right. important. Because I feel like you didn't think that way about middle school. Mm-hmm. But then you get to high school and then, like, all you think about is your time in high school. You don't think about like, oh, you're going to like in middle school, you're like, oh, I'm going to go to high school and that's going to be great. But in I don't know, in high school, you're like, oh, we're going to go to college and that's going to be great. You're just thinking about the four years you have there. And then right. you graduate mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, thank God that's over. Right. Right. What's the next topic? Mm, I have on here. Can y'all dance? I don't think I've ever asked y'all this like. I'm rhythm deficient. Oh. But Nia, you be... can sing. What are you talking about? Oh, no, but it, listen, I have the, my body. I, oh, I have a really embarrassing story. I don't even know if I want to say this because it's it's. We can cut it out if you don't want it to be in the episode. <sighs> no, no, it, I, you can keep it. It's just that this is like top five embarrassing things that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. So the school I went to was 98% white. Mm-hmm. And of course, one year to be diverse, they have us learn stepping in PE class like Greek stepping and they're like which is not supposed to be black (laughs) right and then they're like Nia we watched Stomp the Yarding in PE class I want y'all to hear the word (laughs) a room full of white children were watching Stomp the Yard in PE oh my god listen and then after that they're like okay now y'all seen what stepping is let's go do it and then they put me out in front and say, Nia, you you can show the rest of us what they're doing. And I just, I'm like, y'all, do I look like I'm an AKA? Do I look like I'm a Delta? Like, school, what? It made no sense for you guys to do, be doing that. Like, I know at my right. school, we had, like, step team and stuff, but we were, like, Right, because we were majority of black. Schools. I was about to say, right. we had step team. I was on the step white. team. These are European. These are European white children. What is the they are not going to know HBCU. They are not going to be. Wait, question. Were y'all specifically learning sorority and fraternity steps, or were y'all just doing steps like made up by a director? Uh, just random, like, basic steps. Oh, okay, but they okay. weren't doing, like... I was like, about to say, you're not supposed like... to be learning Greek strolls and steps. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Not like that, but, like, basic steps. But I was uh-huh. like, this is still, like, why are we doing yeah, this? And then, no, the, of course, okay. I fumbled the bag because I'm like, <laughs> I've never done this. Why are y'all expecting me to know everything? <laughs> and then I just embarrass all my entire race, and I go back to the back of the, the, the rows, and I'm like, well, this is it for me. I failed as a <laughs> black person. Oh, no. That is so... Out of all of the, like, Afrocentric dances. Why stepping? The, they were like, "This is probably I, the easiest for them to learn. They just have to stop and clap." <laughs> like, exactly. I have when I the the things they chose. I'm like, did y'all expect? Do y'all, do y'all think we have a half black student body <laughs> or something? We have. There's ten of us. <laughs> what are you doing? No. So, how did, would you rate your ability to like dance or move, like on a scale of one to ten? two mm. okay what about you Corey? can you dance um i mean i can move like i know mm-hmm. how to keep rhythm and stuff i just like i don't like i'm not like a freaking like k-pop dancer <laughs> or anything like that <laughs> but like i know how to keep rhythm at least so i'll say like i'll make a five or a six. Oh, okay what about you mary 
I know you dance. Um, if I like the song and or know the song, I'd say I would say about a seven. Um, but if I don't know the song, never heard of it, and I'm tr- like, I don't know, and I'm trying to like, if this like sometimes there are some songs where I just cannot get the beat to it. If mm-hmm. it's just really whack, but in general, I'd say a seven. If I'm really feeling the song, if it's a song I've been listening for days, probably eight or nine. Because I like dancing; it's fun. Mm. Okay, I took about. I was in a dance company for like three years in middle school, mm-hmm. and then my grades got so bad that I was just like, okay, I can't do that anymore. But um, I like to move. I like to dance. I don't think I'm a professional, <laughs> yeah. but I like to groove. Yeah. Like I want to take dance classes once the world, you know, stops being completely, you know, imploding on itself. Like I want to learn how to bachata and like tango and things like that. Hmm. So I'm. I like to move. I like to dance. So like, and it's so interesting because as an introvert who doesn't like party or anything or club or anything, like I don't want to party or club. I like dancing in my room alone. <laughs> like those are the vibes. Well, Tori, people in clubs do not dance anymore. <laughs> it's literally people going, drinking and standing on the side, posting today was a movie I, and then going home. <laughs> I do wish that like I could go to like a swing party just to like be there. Oh, that would be so like much theme fun. parties. Yeah. Those like theme be- parties and stuff, stuff like that. I would never want to go to an actual regular club. Not in the States. Maybe in another country just to see what it's like, but never in in Atlanta. Absolutely not. <laughs> the chaos, the just utter it's chaos. A fun time when Megan comes on, and then they switch <laughs> that shit up, and then it's some underground rapper, and I'm like, okay, sip on my drink, sip on my drink, and then so you've been like, clubbing party- before, Marion? Yeah, I've been clubbing mm. in Buckhead with some friends. Mm. Um, How'd you like it? Um, I would never drive there over my dead body would I ever drive there. <laughs> like, like you could hold a gun to my head and I wouldn't drive there. Like, it's so packed. Um, um, I mean, it's a fun time if you're there with friends. Make If you're there with friends who um, love to hang out with you, that's cool. And mm-hmm. um, if there's just a general idea of where you guys are going to go, then it's a cool time. Then it's a fun time. Like, we, there's this one place called Dive Bar in Buckhead that we went to, and like we went in there, and like the music was terrible. I'm talking about <laughs> nobody was dancing. Music was bad. Then he plays Megan, and everyone is having the time of their life. This guy gets in front of us and starts dancing. You know, I'm having fun with my friend. We're dancing, and we have our other friend who like she's really really pretty, and so you know everyone's drunk and they're having fun, and guys come up to her all the time. So I'm like keeping the side eye on the outside. I'm like. I'm like having fun and my eyes turn to her. I'm like watching them to see if she like wants us to like remove her from the space. Yeah. But the energy mm-hmm. is for her and guys to buy us drinks. So mm-hmm. we let her do what she wants to do. So <laughs> yeah, in general, it's a, it's a fun time. Um, especially since I don't do it often. I've gone maybe three times, you know, and then that's it. If I were to go constantly, I would get tired of it. It's not... Right, I don't, I don't understand people who club every weekend, Mm-mm. all weekend. All, They'd be like club, club, another bus, club, plane. I'm like, no. <laughs> the three times I've gone myself alone, I probably have paid. Um, we got cheap drinks, but it was probably close to fifty dollars for me, mm-hmm. and each person pays between. If we're switching, it's like I probably paid like no, I probably paid like thirty to forty. And they each paid probably 30 to 40 each too. 
doing that every single every like multiple weekends like a saturday and a sunday every single week and some people pay for the more expensive drinks and then you're buying for every no i don't have funds like that first of all no i and i think that's one of the other things i don't like clubbing because i i'm not interested in drinking alcohol mm-hmm. in a room full of crowded people like i just that just doesn't appeal to me whatsoever i did go to a k-pop night at a club like as a thing when i was still in um kc it was with this white girl and everybody was just watching the music videos on the tv like people were really dancing <laughs> oh my like, gosh oh no one was doing anything right we were like there'd be moments of dancing and like where like tt came on we're like t- like um twice song like people started dancing then but like they had the music videos playing on the tv screen so people were just kind of like staring and watching that and kind of like swaying and singing and i was like mm. this is not what i thought this was gonna be not doing that again <laughs> but yeah i uh so okay next question can you sing nope like to tr- no. like to act like I do when I'm listening to my music, but no, <laughs> I cannot sing. I don't need yeah, you to sing. Either. Why are you so confident saying I can sing? Yeah, did well, you no, not hear? <laughs> We've heard you sing. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, we went to Wait, karaoke. Wait, I don't remember when I sang. We did. Oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, but I I guess I could barely hear myself. Okay, anyway, but yeah, I sing off and on. Mm. Were you in like it's not, it's, wait? Did your parents like no, do church? Ahead. Like, were you in choir or anything? Like no, um, I've been to church a total of three times. Oh. <laughs> um, no, I've never. I used to do choir in school, mm. but no, my parents used to do. My parents like did the music thing for real. Mm. Like, my dad was a producer, and he was in a band as a kid. Um, played guitar. My mom was a singer like in a girl group. My mom was a like, and then led another group. Like, they genuinely did the music stuff i'm just kind of lucky that i inherited something but i don't really want to do it does that make sense yeah yeah, yeah. we're so similar my mother got into college on an opera scholarship my dad was a Ooh, wow <laughs> opera yeah she got into college on an opera wow. scholarship um my dad does she want does she want to do oh. i didn't mean to interrupt you but like is that what she wanted to do i don't for, like i don't ever think i mean my mom's always been a creative but i don't ever think she wanted to be a singer like she did like a jazz band mm. and stuff like that when i was like um when i was young and things like that but like singing has always like been a hobby she's like uh, effortlessly good at it <laughs> so it's like right a hobby for her like i don't ever think she wanted to be a singer or anything like that um, I, th- I think it was always gotcha. like a way to really stress. My dad, on the other hand, he was a banker, but he like played the trumpet. So they met doing band stuff. Oh, nice. Like they had been high school sweethearts and all that stuff. So um, I can hold a tune. I was in chorus. I was in choir, but I was so insecure. Like even now, if I, I can't sing in front of an audience because like my voice like immediately yeah. goes like a pitch higher because i'm like i hate it here people are gonna judge me for my voice i got like low-key bullied in middle school for like being teach my choir teachers my white choir teacher's favorite student because i wasn't i didn't hate her <laughs> and so oh wow wait what happened well the kids in my well you know how there's always that one kid who's always been told that they can sing they want to be a singer mm. and they're really good at singing so they get picked to do all the singing stuff that the school asked them to she was also oh, in yeah. choir and everybody thought she was the better singer than I was. But I got a chance to do like a lot of solo stuff because my choir teacher liked me. And I was 
confident enough to sing in choir and all of that stuff but they would like say like snide remarks and shit like that my teacher trusted in me and all that which is awful because like they this girl the 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 girl who was like a good singer and was like her dream to be a singer or whatever she wrote i hate um i hate our teacher out on paper when we were getting um we were getting evaluations and left oh, it wow. on the seats and we got like inspected by the administrators and stuff like that because that's a hate crime basically <laughs> and oh, so wow. i didn't snitch or anything like that because i my survival as a middle school student was more important than me being like yeah she did it i saw her and i was like let me mind my business and get the hell out of the school or whatever like that but yeah it was it was a little it was a little traumatic i don't i don't i'm not i'm not ever confident enough to sing in front of people so like singing mm-hmm. at home singing in the shower is what i like to do um question yeah. though but they were jealous though <laughs> like that don't take that to heart they were just being haters of course yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you um uh, middle school tori appreciates that comment um but yeah so like it's so interesting because my grandmother wasn't my grandmother certified christian you know baptized in jerusalem that's 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 nana nana's in a choir she sings my mom sings my uncle cannot carry a tune to save his life or yours or mine (laughs) it is so hilarious to see how like different things are inherited like is anybody in your family like musically or like rhythmically inclined um i think my three cousins when my cousin came up um one of my cousins is currently in madrid teaching and she came over and my other cousin was here like does music a little bit she has a friend she knows that has like a like has a studio in athens and like her Mm -hmm. they went and like made a song together um and it was really cool and nice so yeah i think i have like three cousins who like really like the music and singing scene Mm, what about you corey um i mean my mom can sing decently well um and like i have a few family members who are like really heavily involved in the church so of course like they're in the choir and stuff so Mm. yeah that's interesting and then yeah it's just your parents or it's like a a Um, lot of people in your family musically inclined yeah i'd say my uncle can all my uncle on my mom's side can sing my grandfather on my mom's side could sing um my uncle on my dad's side was also in the same band my dad was in as a kid (laughs) and so he played the piano and my dad was on guitar so yeah just that's kind of how it is a lot of people in the family did music and that kind of stuff well next question does anybody play instruments i used to play the clarinet and then oh i quit in high school um, the clarinet too oh cool oh really could y'all play it now like if if you someone no. handed you one now could you no. still I mean, like, no could i blow into it and make a sound to come out maybe do, do i know what the notes are no but um i was like i was like i think pretty okay in in middle school and then i was like band in high school is kind of hard and i don't want to yeah do they that. get real so, competitive in high school that's why i didn't do chorus exactly so i was like mm, nope drop it and so i just didn't i haven't played it in years what about you, Nia? Can you play an instrument? Mm-mm. Nope. No, I can't even. I barely, what's crazy is I barely passed music class because having to learn 
music read notes i still don't my brain can't wrap my head around it yeah so reading notes I barely was hard for me. that even in choir i was like yeah what why can't i just hear it right? and sing along to it why do i have to yeah they're like it's an e flat and i'm like can you how do you say things Please i don't get explain, explain to me how you know right? this is an e flat mozart <laughs> right <laughs> no no there was this one girl in my class who had perfect pitch and the and the music teacher would literally be like you what's this note and he puts a note on the piano and she'd be like it's a c and he'd be like what's this she's like it's a it's a a and, I, and we'd all be like what <laughs> And it was crazy. I think I tried to learn violin for like two days when I was in elementary school in um, Illinois. So I didn't like it. Um, and then that's, I've never been like drawn to instruments. I do want to kind of learn how to play the drums because I think it's cool or like the bass. Ooh, but I'm cool. like so not de- as dexterous with my fingers as I would like to be. Like mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. like, I think playing the piano is really cool, but I can like, I know I could never get my left hand to do anything <laughs> like at all like whatsoever <laughs> like it's so cool to see people who can do like instruments and stuff like that that is so um interesting okay next question can you draw like are you like is anyone like no. artistically inclined that route like no, 2d 3d I'm the same as marin big no <laughs> yeah what i can you? decently draw i feel like if i would have like been encouraged more to draw I'd definitely be i would have been like really good because i like as a kid i could like paint really well and now like i'm pretty like i'm pretty okay i'm just not like oh my god like you can draw like that kind mm-hmm. of drawing but can you do anything online Corey? because i know you always have a bunch of software i don't know if like yeah i used to be edits. very good at like not specifically drawing online but graphic designing definitely mm-hmm. Oh, yes. But, like, as far as drawing, like, hand drawing, I'm way better at that. Or okay. painting. I yeah, never... I, that's cool. Oh, Sorry. go ahead. Me. I, like, you know, everybody... I feel like a lot of people have that phase in, like, middle school where they draw a lot. And I mm-hmm. did that. And so, like, I have a bunch of drawings, but they're not good. I mean, like, obviously, <laughs> I don't think I was bad enough to where I couldn't learn. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm a good drawer. Yeah, I'm... 2D art is my enemy. I can't draw a straight line to save your life or mine. Can't draw a circle. I absolutely hate, I hated taking 2D art, but like we had to because like like intro to art and all that stuff. Painting, I also don't understand how, I don't understand how shading, like when they would try to teach like shading and dimensions and things like that, I've realized like growing up that I am just, I cannot think in like spatial awareness. So like putting a bowl of fruit in me and telling me to draw this fruit I'm finna draw the outline of a banana and an apple. I don't understand how that 3D... <laughs> I don't understand how you put a 3D image on 2D, 2D to make it look 3D. Like, space and time. Like, you know how you have, like, draw a cube? Like, yeah. with the squares and things? I yes. can't do it. Oh, those it's darn always, cube exercises. It's always ugly. It's always <laughs> butt-fuggly. And I'm just, like... I It, like, frustrated me because I was just, like... My brain does not work this way. I can't... Like, drawing, painting are, like, the veins of my existence... I I couldn't do it. I you? would not. I would die in the squid game. That would be my death. <laughs> Draw circles. That Draw would, three. That, that would be my death. You just open a core memory that I had when in middle school. Was it middle school? Was it high school? Mm, it's giving me middle school. Um, we had, for some reason for my elective, I had art with like six other kids mm-hmm. only. Which is very odd because it's supposed to be like 20, 30 something, but there were only six of us in this class. And all we would do is do a bunch of different art things. And one mm-hmm. of the things that we used to do was, 
you know in uh, middle school the ceiling was made out of those like little rectangular like oh we did that things. too yeah so like yeah. yeah we would so the six of us would take would take we took a bunch of them out and then we would just draw on them and then they would be put in classes mm-hmm. we did that like for that, senior yeah. our senior year yeah no um, i remember yeah but then one oh, time uh, in this class i sliced my hand open so there was oh. that <laughs> oh no yeah. i like i like 3d more than 2d i like i love ceramics and i really want like my dream is to have like my own kiln or like a place where i can like just make um stuff on the wheel because i love like doing fun. like yeah it's done it before right it's so much fun and like having hand strength and be able to do it like i wanted to take 3d classes and we were at Georgia State, but, like, you have to take intro to art and intro to sculpture. And I'm like, I just want to take ceramics. Like, just let me take <laughs> ceramics. I love ceramics, though. I like doing stuff with my hands and building a 3D thing. Because then I can look at it and kind of figure it out. And it's more approachable to me than 2D art. Mm. Yeah. It's... Oh. What was you guys' least favorite subject in school? Math. 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 Period. (laughs) Period. Really English. Math is fine for me because when I think I've said this before, when I was in math, if I just, you told me to do it one way, I was doing it that way. I did not ask questions. I didn't care how this was formed, whatever. I would do it that way, which in my opinion, I think made it easier for me because I didn't overthink it. That's a Um, gift, Maren. (laughs) No, because I've told y'all this story. The kid in the class asking why anything to a power of zero is one. And I would sit there like, why do you want... Well, I guess some kids need to... Some kids need to understand the way things are in order to be Mm -hmm. able to make sense in them. At that time, I didn't... I wasn't thinking like that. I was sitting there like, Mm -hmm. you are now making... You're going to make me confused. Why? I don't want him to explain this to us. Let's just keep it pushing. Um, And so social studies i took ap and i really like that but uh grammar is my weakness i just mm. I, yeah, I suck I'm at it i don't like grammar. it um and so yeah i really really hated language arts mm-hmm. what about you Marin? not Marin. nia i'm sorry <laughs> uh, <laughs> no in- english is honestly the only class i genuinely did well in um, no, I did well in other stuff. Like history was, well, I didn't take history. I chose geography. Ugh. I don't know why I chose geography. <laughs> I did okay in it, but I was got tired of hearing about rocks and sediment and you no. Know. But um, honestly, it was music. I did okay when we weren't doing notation, mm-hmm. and then, and then English, and then what else? I think it was like, oof, Spanish was rough. That's I, I got chills. Okay, anyway. <laughs> But English was like the only time I feel like I actually knew the material and I could actually put a sentence together and not feel like I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. So I and I also could BS my way through because I could write an essay. Listen, give me if you say get, I need a thousand word essay or or like 15 page essay, I can do that mm-hmm. and like give you a bibliography and all that stuff. But if you tell me to like do math, I you're telling me to literally solve the, the riddle of existence like i can't do it that's that's too much we're the exact like, opposite i have the same feeling about yeah <laughs> you have a you have a math brain Marin. like one that's like logical realistic like that kind of what is that left brain i don't know what they call it yeah i think it's um, left brain right yeah left brain like i math I, y'all i remember crying over math like i was I in math valid. class taking yeah. a test and i was like literally looking at the page and i'm like 
I'm going to fail this. And I literally sobbed and I tried to sob silently so no one could see me. But my nose started sniffing. Uh-huh. I was like, this is that bad. Yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. What about you, Corey? Oh, yeah. Same for me. Math. Like, for me, I, I can do well at math as long as I have a good teacher. But the thing with math is I've never had a good teacher. Except for, like, maybe, like, my first <laughs> two years of college. Mm-hmm. Dang. And, like, I maybe don't... when I took pre-calculus in high school. That's when I had, like, a really good teacher. And those were the times I did really well at math. But if the teacher is not good, I'm not doing good in the class. <laughs> Any other class, I can sit there and not do my homework Mm -hmm. and I'll get good grades in it. But with math, like, Mm -hmm. it's just too much. I don't know why that surprises me. I really did not expect Corey to say math. (laughs) Yeah, I hate math. I'm good at everything else but math. Like, I really cannot stand math. Yeah, that whole not doing Mm -hmm. homework thing and still being able to pass is such a not a good thing because you have to realize in college that's not how it works. Like, I'm not going to get in my public education box today but um yeah no math was my least favorite i just didn't like even if the teacher explained it i'm just like i still don't understand how you got there like taking that gates test was like a true test of my will as a human being because i'm just like i don't (laughs) (laughs) like i don't like i was supposed to get it and i'm watching it but i don't get it and it's like it's a mix of like insecurities and anxiety and being like Mm -hmm. oh i think i have it and then you do it and it's the worst thing is is when it's multiple choice and you do it and you get a number (sighs) and you're like yeah i got it right it's the wrong answer i'm like why would you do that to me or like Trauma. that's PTSD. your professor would be like, like okay yes you got the right answer but show me the process okay but right. i got the Ooh. right answer <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna knock off points because three things i did were wrong in the process like it's 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 truly excruciating i and i like like Corey, like most of the other subjects besides math i was pretty um okay with because i really didn't have to like the teachers made the homework so easy it was like I didn't really have to pay attention in class to pass it. Um, I don't know when my grammar started deteriorating after I learned a second language or not. Spanish was awful. Spanish was awful. I think I didn't meet a good Spanish, Spanish. teacher um, rather than Spanish being hard itself because I got a hundred in French and then they switched me to Spanish and then I hated it. So I don't. It's because it's like I think tossing people into a new language is like mm-hmm. I, it's it's traumatic. Like I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna lie. Like even if you say I'd like to take this, and then in day one they're like t- speaking you in Spanish. I'm like I just got here. I'm brand new. I was just born. Why are you talking to me in Spanish? Oh well, that's oh. actually a great teaching tactic. No, that would have been a good way to <laughs> teach. Like the way they teach in no. public education is not good for learning yeah. Spanish at all. No, that's, but y'all, it's but so that's... traumatic though. Like you, you I mean, like... yeah, your teachers well, what we learned is your teacher's supposed to give you directions in English, but most of the class needs to be taught in that language. I know it's traumatic. But, the... but like day one? <laughs> yes. Like I, From day know, one. Like, I get it three years you in. Have to, day like, one, I'm literally yourself. like in yeah, crime. You have to make like, an immersive I'm... environment or it's not going to work. But I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah, it can be like really off-putting for students, especially if the teacher isn't giving enough scaffolding to be like, here's what we're about to do. Like the directions shouldn't be in Spanish. Like the directions should be in English. Oh, y'all. And then the teacher. Not me three days in. <laughs> I'm looking at a worksheet and it's all in Spanish. And I'm no, like, what do you want not from good. me? That's not good I'm because gr- it makes it, it makes the students anxious. But yeah, that's not how they teach in, in Spanish in, in um, public school settings. It's nothing like that. It's just a bunch mm. of worksheets. How do they teach it? A bunch of worksheets out of like a workbook. Yeah. And then they're like, teaching they have, it like, like random. It, 
yeah, they teach it as if it was any other subject and it's not a yeah. foreign mm-hmm. language. Like then they have like you. this regular like like this random like listening test. I think that's what yes. it's called. Oh my god, like you just opened up a fucking they, memory. Oh, yeah, Corey. where they play like a Spanish Corey. audio. And basically all you're doing is like picking out words that you remember. You're not even yeah. like comprehending what's going yeah, on. Yeah, like that's like oh wow. I realize how badly foreign languages are taught. Like even in college, like the, 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 the assignments we were doing for Korean class, why am I writing out a conversation between two people? Then memorizing that conversation and repeating it back to you. What about that is communicative? Nothing about it is communicative. It's mm. memory at that point. So yeah, it's it's the way you teach a foreign language is vastly different from the way you teach any other subject, and it's not how it's taught to a lot of teachers, especially. Mm-hmm. And this is nothing against native. Um, language teachers i think native language teachers are great to have but native language teachers don't know what's hard for english first language students to learn so when they teach it they teach it as if it's um something that is just kind of um like it, like yeah you should it's just this it's it it's this this because they've been they've been speaking it their entire life So like mm-hmm. so like for example when we do numbers in korean <laughs> Numbers in Korean is so traumatic because first of all, there's two number systems. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's two number systems yeah. in Korean. But when my teachers were teaching us like how to count big numbers and not explaining, because like okay, so man won means ten thousand dollars, ten thousand won, right? But when you try to say something over ten thousand, you put a number in front of it. So in my brain, man won already means a thousand, right? So then you put a one in front of you put a 10 in front of so it's like 10 and then it's mon one in korean right and that number is like a hundred thousand because it's 10 times mon one you get what i'm saying like it's Mm -hmm. so like oh wow when they first teach it to you in my brain i'm like it's 10 and 10 so why is it not one one thousand and ten dollars and why is it a hundred thousand dollars it's because you have to multiply the 10 times the yeah. number in front of it but they don't explain that to you when they're teaching it there's like you just need to remember it's mon one iman one and i'm like no that's not my brain is like when i get in the real world and buy stuff like when i was um in korea somebody said oh it's gonna be ship mon one and i'm like ship ship is 10 mon one is 10 so it's a hundred i was thinking a thousand and ten thousand dollars it's not it was it's like um ship mon one is it's 10 of 10 which is 100 <laughs> you know what I'm saying wow yeah so that's like it's yeah so it's really interesting um there just needs to be a lot more uh innovative teaching methods taught to native speaking teachers i think yeah but yeah that's an hour guys it doesn't feel like an hour, but it's an hour. <laughs> um, we hope you enjoyed this um, fly on the wall episode. If you liked it, don't forget to give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You can come talk to us on Twitter at Commented or TikTok at Commented Podcast. Until next time, I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm Decoria. Bye-bye. Bye bye.